Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Good morning and welcome to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. Or should I say welcome back to those who are regular listeners, my firebirds to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast as well. Um, I, of course, am your host, KC Phoenix. And yeah, live from Dallas right now. Um, This is the quick three tarot. It's for the collective. It's not for a specific sign. As I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. I was doing the pre-shuffle and picking up the energy. That's why I was talking slow for a second and I'm still kind of like thoughts are going in my head and things like that. So I'm just gathering the information. But um, I will say, while it's on my mind, don't forget to enter the Christmas with KC contest. That is the contest where um, gift cards and also possibly cash is given away via cash app is given away. All you have to do to enter the Christmas with KC contest is sign up for the email list the details to sign up for the email list is in the details section of the podcast episode. It's in all the podcast episodes going forward. And it's join, I believe it says join the email list or join mailing list or whatever it says. And it's a link. And then that link will take you to the page. You just put in your email address and then that will put you on the email list. And as I have said many times before, I will not spam you because I don't like to be spammed. And I do not have plans of sending out emails every day because I don't have the time to do that. So, yeah, once you enter your email to join the mailing list, you will automatically be entered in the Christmas with KC contest. All right. Um, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. As for... The pre-shuffle energy. Um, I was getting a few things, and I'll go into that. And just a heads up, depending on how long this reading goes, you may hear an engine start up in the background because my window in this room is right near where a truck is parked and starts up. So just a heads up. As for the energy, some of you will. Something is saying the impossible dream. I forgot how that song goes. Aretha Franklin sang it and somebody else sang it. Um, As a matter of fact, I have an internet in front of me. Give me two seconds. Let me look it up. Hold on. Impossible dream lyrics. Oh, Frank Sinatra sang it too. Okay, so the impossible dream. It says to dream the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe, to bear with unbearable sorrow 
and to run where the brave dare not go, to right the unrightable wrong and to love pure and chaste from afar, to try when your arms are too weary to reach the unreachable star. This is my quest to follow that star, no matter how hopeless, no matter how far. To fight for the fight without question or pause. To be willing to march, march in the hell for that heavenly cause. And I know if I'll only be true to this glorious quest that my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to rest. And the world will be better for this. Oh, that one man, scorned and covered with scars, still strong with his last ounce of courage, to reach the unreachable, the unreachable, the unreachable star. Yeah, and I'll always dream the impossible dream. Yes, and I'll reach the unreachable star. So that's what's going, like that... The theme of that is going through my head right now when I was pulling some of the energy. I feel like some of you are pursuing something that people are like, oh my God, why are they doing this? Do they know that this is pretty much impossible to do? I always say impossible things are happening every day. So, and I always tell people don't give up. That's all that it's about it's about persistence so for if that's resonating with anybody don't let anyone discourage you go ahead and pursue your dreams go ahead and keep moving forward as long as you have breath you have a chance it's that simple i mean it's not more cut and dry than that as long as you have breath you have a chance you're still here so clearly you can still pursue it And don't look for instantaneous results either. Something just told me to say that. Don't look for instantaneous results. Some things take time to build up so you can get to whatever goal you're looking to reach. But I feel for those who are pursuing this quote unquote impossible dream, it is something that is related to childhood where you were younger and you thought about doing it. But you were discouraged or that thing called life happened and you got sidetracked and maybe divinely so. Because, again, when we get sidetracked in life, more times than not, even though we have free will, more times than not, it's usually divinely orchestrated where once you finally get to the goal, if you look back, I always tell people the best movie they can watch is Slumdog Millionaire. And the reason, if you have not seen Slumdog Millionaire, you should really watch that movie. Because, and I had just watched it uh, beginning of this year or last year, whenever. And mind you, the movie's like, what, 10 years old now? Something like that, maybe even older than that. And the cool thing about that movie was when, and spoiler alert for all of the, the people who haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire, The cool thing about the movie is that as the police were questioning him and they were going through each question because it was about this guy who wins the chance to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And he's answering these questions where they're like all these other people, you know, scientists, doctors, lawyers, this, that, of all backgrounds 
have not, or let me rephrase, of mostly upper tier, what's considered upper tier. Because, and something just told me to say this too, because it's on my spirit, so I'm going to say it. Just because somebody is a doctor or a lawyer or a an accountant or this or that, something that is considered, I guess you could say, white collar or held in a stat in a status of prestige or whatever that doesn't mean that they're better than you no one is better than anyone and we're all our own people the 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 lawyer is not better than the plumber that just isn't and i'm talking about career wise because one can't you can't have one without the other and what i mean by that is if everybody was lawyers and we didn't have plumbers, what happens when all the stuff gets broken when it comes to water and your plumbing messes up and there are no plumbers to fix it? I bet you that job would become really important then, wouldn't it? And vice versa. If everybody was plumbers and there was a legal issue and we didn't have any lawyers, I bet that lawyer would become very important then, wouldn't they? So don't have this thing that one profession is held in higher esteem than another profession because most professions, if not all, because don't get me wrong, some companies do have little positions that they want to add just to seem like they're doing something, but that's another story for another day. But most professions are needed. They are. So don't ever feel like you're less than because your particular profession is not held in a higher esteem than another profession. If you're if you are at McDonald's and you're flipping burgers and working on the fries and doing that, be be the best burger flipper and fry worker that you can be. Which by the way, when I used to go to McDonald's, one of my complaints was is that they used to put too much salt on the fries. So if you happen to be one of those people working at McDonald's, be careful how much salt you put on the fries. I want to throw that out there right now. But I digress. Back to what I was talking about with Slumdog Millionaire. The thing that was amazing is that when the, the police were interrogating him and they were like, Nobody would know the answers to these questions. In each question, when he was explaining how he knew the answer, it was due to the life experience that he had back then. Something that he went through growing up was the reason he was able to gain the knowledge to answer that question. And he kept going up and up and up and up and up. And eventually, obviously, he won, he won the million dollars. But he wouldn't have been able to win the million dollars if he didn't have all of those life experiences that he had. So for you, I'm telling you this where some of you may be pursuing the impossible dream right now and you you may have been sidetracked, but that sidetrack may have been divine where you wouldn't have had the answers that you needed to get to complete your dream if you had just went straight forward, if you hadn't been divinely sidetracked and went through the thing called life, you wouldn't have had the answers needed to obtain your dream. 
So keep that in mind too. But I feel like some of you are pursuing the impossible dream. I feel like um, you have a lot of ideas right now. I also feel like entrepreneurship is a thing too that is going on. Also, I feel that there is a family element going on too for some of you where you're looking to start a family. It's almost like you put it off, you put it off, you put it off. And now you're kind of like, okay, let's go ahead and do that. And something just said to me in regards to age too, don't let age discourage you. Don't let age discourage you. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, Elton John, he had his first child, I want to say when he was 60 or something like that. So don't, don't, and obviously he didn't have the baby, but I mean, he adopted him and, um, I think they're married, him and his husband or whatever, they adopted. But the point is, is that if you're like, oh, well, I'm 30, oh, well, I'm 40, oh, well, I'm 50, but you really want a child, as long as you know what you're getting into. Now, let's make that clear. As long as you know what you're getting into. Because once you have a child, you, it's not like you can get rid of the child. It's not like, oh, well, I took the child, I want to give the child back now. <laughs> that That's not a good look. So... Yeah, as long as you know what you're getting into and you know that you're going to have to have the energy to keep up, obviously, to take the child to the soccer games and the football games and the basketball games and the cheerleading practice and the dance practice and the karate practice and doing all of this other stuff that children do and um, getting to know all the other children around you, the parents and, and going to the PTA functions and all of, you know, parent teacher conferences and all of that other stuff. As long as you know you're ready and you're up for all of that stuff, go for it, regardless of your age. If you're 50 and and you feel like you want to have a child, whether it's having a child for those, because you can still have a child at 50, you may have to do some extra medical stuff. Because Brigitte Nielsen, I think she was 51. I think she's 51. Because she had her baby, uh... Last year, year before last, look up Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, she, I want to say she was 51 or 61 or something like that. She was older and had her baby. So, I mean, it's not impossible. But again, some of you may be pursuing the impossible dream where you may be 51 and you're like, I don't want to adopt. I want to have an actual child. Okay, you're pursuing the impossible dream. That's what you're going for because you're having that. You're more on that emotional scale is what it is. So, yeah, that I'm going to title this the impossible dream. Now, for the three cards that come out during this quick three tarot, your guess is as good as mine. But for the energy in the pre-shuffle, the energy in the pre-shuffle, I honestly feel like a lot of you are pursuing The impossible dream is what you're doing. That's the energy I'm picking up for those this is resonating with. And like I said before, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. If it's not your story, don't try to make it fit. Okay. May I have the energy for the collective 
for Friday, December the 10th. May I have the energy for the collective? Yeah, some of you are taking charge. As soon as I split the deck, the emperor. Also, some of you could be dealing with an Aries too. Some of you, uh, I'm going back to the entrepreneur thing as well. I'm pretty sure I mentioned entrepreneur at the beginning. Some of you may be looking to become entrepreneurs. Also, some of you may be looking for your soulmate because in the pre-shuffle, one of the cards I pulled was the Empress. So, and this is the Emperor. So the divine counterpart. Some of you may be like, oh, I'm ready to get started with love now. And you may be 50 or you may be 60. But you're like, you know what? I'm going to find my divine counterpart is what I'm going to do. And now that's what you're going after for some of you. But others of you, you just may be taking charge and saying, okay, I want to work for myself. Or you could be dealing with the situation on the job. That could be going on too. May I have three cards for the collective, please? May I have three cards for the collective? Thank you. May I have two more cards, please? Whoa. These came out together. I might take these together. Let me see what's going on. Wow. Okay. I know exactly what that is. I just caught that energy. I know exactly what that is. Okay. I'm going to take one more card. I'm taking these two cards as one because they came out together. And the energy of them together, it, it told, I was told what it means. So I'm taking these two cards as one card right here. So I'm going to take one more card. May I have one more card, please? Thank you. It flipped over. I got to pull it. Yeah. Okay. I see that. All right. First card that came out is the Queen of Pentacles. Queen of Pentacles is Earth energy, which I was about to say Cancer. I don't know why. Maybe some of you are dealing with the Cancer, or maybe some of you are a Cancer. But Earth energy is Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus. Um, Queen of Pentacles, again, there's no gender in tarot. Somebody could be in Queen of Pentacles energy, even if you are a male. But Queen of Pentacles is very nourishing. Queen of Pentacles is also, let me hold this up for you. You see how grand she is? You see that peacock as well? Right there next to her? Queen of Pentacles is a card of, she's very pragmatic, but she's very nourishing. She's almost as nourishing as the Queen of Cups. I will say that there's that truck I told you about at the beginning. <laughs> but she's almost as nourishing as the Queen of Cups. Queen of Pentacles, and Pentacles deal with the 3D. So Pentacles deal with health, it deals with the job, it deals with home as well. Some of you may be focusing on one of those things or all three of those things is what may be going on. Going back to the impossible dream. But what the Queen of Pentacles does is she does stuff. Any move that the Queen of Pentacles makes is to benefit the, the th her 3D world. 
is to benefit the world around her, is what is to do. So she is not about to make a move in a, I was about to say haphazard way. She's not about to make an uninformed move. The Queen of Pentacles will do an audit of things. She will review things. She will see, okay, how does this benefit whatever affects her 3D world? Because her idea of comfort is the comforts of the 3D world. And she will do whatever she has to do to maintain those comforts of the 3D world. That's what she does. And she is unapologetic about her comforts. She, The Queen of Pentacles is, she's very nur- um, nurturing, but she's unapologetic about who she is. She's like, I, yes, I like nice things. I prefer to be surrounded by luxury. Again, you have the peacock. The peacock is also a sign of... I say strutting your stuff. Also a sign of recognition too. Some of you may have to step up. Maybe some of you are finally stepping up. You're finally like, you know what? I'm about to strut my stuff. Peacock with the feathers. I'm too beautiful to be kept in a cage. I'm too beautiful to be kept behind the scenes. Also, something is saying to me that you've decided for take what resonates, leave what doesn't, that I'm worth more. The Queen of Pentacles knows her worth is what she knows. She knows what she's worth because she's the Queen of Pentacles. And some of you are realizing your worth. That is what goes into these two cards that came out together. Another queen, one of my favorite queens, the Queen of Swords with the Hangman. The energy that came to me right away when these two cards came out together, and Queen of Swords is air energy. So this is Libra, Aquarius, Gemini is what Swords energy is. And also um, Swords deal with communication and thoughts. The Queen of Swords is my favorite, one of my favorites, because she's very um, direct in how she feels. You do not have to guess where you stand with the Queen of Swords. With the Queen of Swords, she's ready for battle at any time. And you see how she's holding her sword. In this. Now, the Queen of Swords also is very fair. The Queen of Swords is fair. But this is the thing the hangman is here. This is Pisces energy. Some of you could be dealing with the Pisces, or some of you could be a Pisces. But with when these two cards came out together. The hangman energy can be about being stuck, but also the hangman energy can be about sacrifice. 
something said to me that with the Queen of Swords coming out with the Hangman, the energy is you will no longer sacrifice for others. You refuse the sacrifice. And the Queen of Swords is communicating that. Going back to the Queen of Pentacles, where, and don't forget this peacock in this card, some of you are saying, you know what? I'm stepping out. I've stayed in the background way too long. I'm, I'm too talented and I'm worth more. I'm not taking less than what I deserve because the Queen of Pentacles will not take less than what she deserves. The Queen of Swords, right here, the Queen of Swords will not have any problem communicating to someone saying that I'm not taking less than what I deserve. That energy. When somebody goes in the Queen of Swords energy. And with sacrifice, you're saying that I'm not sacrificing myself anymore for whatever situation it is. I'm speaking up now is what I'm doing. I will be heard. And out of all the cards in the deck, the Queen of Swords will definitely be heard. She will make it clear because she's like, you got two choices. Either we can be friends or you can get the sword. Because the Queen of Swords, you see how she's holding her sword right there? You see how she's holding her sword, her sword for those who are watching the video? She's ready to strike somebody down at any time. Now, she's not malicious unless she's in negative energy and this isn't negative energy. She's just stern is what she is. She knows how to communicate her, what her boundaries are. She knows how to communicate what she's willing to accept and what she's not willing to accept. She, the Queen of Swords knows her worth. One of the reasons the Queen of Swords knows her worth is because she's been hurt in the past. But when the Queen of Swords steps up, she's going to make what she wants very clear. She will tell you what she's willing to accept very clearly. That is what she does. And if you can't accept her terms, which again, in the Queen of Swords mind is very fair. If you can't accept the Queen of Swords terms, then she will remove you from her life with her sword. That is what she does. She removes what doesn't serve her. She is a very no-nonsense energy, is what she is. And like I said before, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. Either, either gender can be in a Queen of Swords energy. But with the hangman being here, the Queen of Swords is making it very clear I'm not sacrificing for anyone else anymore. I have sacrificed enough. I'm going after what I want. Going back to pursuing the impossible dream. And now that you are doing that, options are opening up for you. Seven of Cups is what this is. Now that you're pursuing the impossible dream, options start to come towards you to help you obtain your dream. Now, 
this card, it since I was talking about swords a minute ago, this is something that cuts both ways. Seven of Cups is water energy. Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Seven of Cups is about options. Opening up. But also Seven of Cups can be about illusions. Seven of Cups can also be the thing of where, yes, you have options, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be a good option. Not everything that glitters is gold. Pretty is as pretty does. And sometimes pretty can be pretty ugly. So you have to be these two queens that came out going back to these. The Queen of Swords and the Queen of Pentacles. These are two very discerning energies is what they are. You have to be very discerning with the options that come towards you. Because now that you are out there and pursuing the impossible dream and checking what your options are, you don't want somebody selling you a bill of goods. Going back to, let's say, um, the pregnancy thing. You're 51 years old and and you have it on your mind. If you're a female, you have it on your mind that you want to have your own baby, your own physical child, biological child. And you may start to explore options and then some of these so-called medical professionals are selling you a bill of goods because they are not as seasoned or they are not as knowledgeable as maybe someone else in this particular field of what you need to help you conceive. You need to be careful of that. For others of you, Could be something else that you're doing. Maybe you're starting your own business and you have all of these options of people offering their services where they're saying, oh, well, I'll only charge you this much money for you to um, for me to consult to be your consultant to help you get your business off the ground. But then this particular consultant has not ever produced any results. All of these options may come to you as you are pursuing your impossible dream. Make sure that you do your due diligence. Make sure that you use discernment because within these options, all of these options that you are presented, yes, there will be something in these options that will help you obtain your impossible dream, but also there will be something in these options that could possibly set you back. So you have to use discernment in it. Also, you have to be realistic too. Again, Seven of Cups can be about dreams of grandeur where I'll give you an example. Let's say going back to the um, having the child thing. You're like, you know what? I don't want one child. I want triplets. And you're 51 years old. And it's like, okay, now wait a minute. First of all, we're kind of pushing it with the one at 51 years old. You're saying you want triplets? I'm not saying, you know, anything is possible and possible things are happening every day. But don't get too caught up into, oh, well, yeah, I can get, just stay grounded. And don't forget, that's what Earth Energy is about too. Queen of Pentacles is staying grounded. 
being the Queen of Pentacles is very realistic. And she's very grounded, that energy. So when options come into you for whatever it is you're pursuing, I don't know what you're pursuing. You know your life story better than I ever could. Whatever it is that you're pursuing, when these options come in to help you obtain the impossible dream, make sure you're using discernment. It doesn't hurt to get a second or a third opinion. It doesn't hurt to wait on something where an offer comes in to, to help you with your impossible dream. You, you don't have to take it right away. If it's meant for you, it's not going to pass you by. So if somebody comes in and they're like, oh, I need to know something in a day. Okay, well, you may not have the information you need until two or three days. And if they can't accept that, oh, well. Again, these are lots of options. Seven of Cups is lots of options. It's not that one thing is going to be presented to you. This is several things will be presented to you. So if they can't, wait more than a day and you need more than a day to do your research, to do the vetting process and all the other stuff. Oh, well, another option will come in. And that option coming in will probably be the better option because maybe something weird was going on with this person who was saying, oh, I need an answer within 24 hours. But regardless, as you're stepping out, as you're pursuing the impossible dream, as you are communicating what you want, what you will accept, and what you won't accept, more options are going to start coming in. The reason that options were not coming in before is because you were not communicating. Queen of Swords energy. You were not communicating. You were busy sacrificing. Hang hangman energy. You were too busy sacrificing, which kept you stuck. But now that you are no longer sacrificing and you are communicating, the universe is sending options in to you. So you can obtain the impossible dream. All right. And that is what I have for the reading, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Also, do not forget the Christmas with KC contest. To enter, all you have to do is sign up for the email list. The sign up link is in the details section of this episode. Until next time, everyone, be blessed.